Hi, my name is Sean Taylor. That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek. Another big week for you. Another, it's a, every week is a big week after the last podcasters, but this week is especially big. It's so big that we've had to redo this take like three times because we keep messing it up because we... I punched in the last one and I liked it. I did. So I it got really close one. to the camera. It worked out <laughs> really well. I dug it. And so, <laughs> but this week is, is huge. It's avatar size huge. It's multiple avatar size huge. That is because to this week, we are ranking every avatar that we know about in Avatar The Last Airbender Universe. Now, I know what you're thinking, uh, long-time fan. F- fans but Sean, but Sean, didn't you guys already rank the avatars? Wasn't it a crap list? You're going to do it again? <laughs> Wasn't it a crap list? No, it was a great list in 2019, before 2020 happened. And more importantly, before the Kyoshi novels happened, it was the the list. It was the definitive list at the time, based on canon. But thankfully, <laughs> we have new canon to work off of. We've got two Kyoshi novels since then that have drastically changed what we know about the Avatars, which is great. And I mentioned it in my previous take. I think I'm going to say it again. We hope that we are like forced to redo this in the future because it means they keep shoveling out like good stuff. That'd be great. I'd love to redo this every year. So this is the definitive list as of July 2020 <coughs> after the Kyoshi novels. Uh, spoiler alert. We're redoing this whole thing just because we forgot to mention the spoiler alert. That's how much we like you. We're like in the video. We're like, no, we got we to gotta do a spoiler alert because it does give away pretty big chunks of what happens in the two Kyoshi novels. So if you don't care, it's fine. But if you plan on reading those and you haven't yet, both of them rise of Kyoshi and shadow of Kyoshi, uh, don't, don't watch this. Check out our older ranking. It'll be valid. We'll do that anyway, because it's probably funny, Uh, but yeah, go watch that and then read those novels and uh, tell us that they're crap. And then come back to this one. We are much better informed. So, big spoiler alert and then also we did it slightly different this time instead of the usual where we each kind of do our own rankings and go back and forth we wanted to like a like a true definitive had a discussion and so we're we're united front and if it works great it was chris's idea and if it was a stupid thing then it was my idea and it's fine we're gonna try either way united front and there was only eight of them so it wasn't really that hard to come to a decision that being said let's Let's get let's get to some rankings, almost. Let's get to some history. Chris, would you care to give us some background? Yeah, sure. Uh, so first of all, these rankings are going to be based off of not how powerful the avatar is, not who's your favorite character, based off of which avatar was best at doing their job of maintaining peace and balance, and I'm going to add in harmony, um, in the whole entire world, and that is the spirit world and the human world. Very important. I really liked last time I said we should have done it on a 10-point scale of uh, United States in 2020 on one end of the spectrum to Harmony. Like, every avatar falls somewhere in that in that scale. We're going to place them somewhere in there. But it's yeah, not a head-to-head head fight. That's the biggest thing. Everybody wants the head-to-head yeah. fights. That's that's another episode. That's more, yeah. more show fodder. All right, so Avatar Wan history. He was born in 9850 BG. He's the element origin of fire. A couple of notable things from him. He freed Vatu from Rava. He merged with Rava to become the first Avatar, defeated Vatu, locked him away during Harmonic Convergence. And, and yeah, he is the first Avatar. So that's his history. 
crisp. What does nine eight uh, ninety eight fifty oh, yeah, BG right. mean? <laughs> nine eight fifty BG means nine hundred nine thousand eight hundred fifty years before genocide, as before the air nomad genocide. Um, apparently, we learned in Rise of Kyoshi, Shadow of Kyoshi. Sorry, that another archaic way of keeping time is the avatars, avatar hood. What year? So if it's like the first year of Avatar Kyoshi, it would be her being like one years old. That's probably better than counting your way up to the genocide. Like, man, that genocide's going to happen in like 200 years. Should we do something? <laughs> That'd be weird. Nobody wants to do that. Yeah. I mean, that's probably what the Fire Nation was doing. <laughs> Just buying their time. <laughs> Jerks. Hey, guys. Can't wait. Next year. Next year's our like... time. In uh, in what the heck, the Nightmare Before Christmas, where they've got the days till Halloween calendar on the town clock, the yeah. days until Airbender genocide. <laughs> it's a little morbid, okay. but hey, they're very morbid. They're they were kind of a holes in that time, so yeah. it's fine. It's Fire Lord chosen for it. All right, speaking of the Fire Nation, <laughs> the next avatar we finally get some history on is Avatar Zeto. This avatar was uh, formerly known to fans as Avatar Jafar because of his hat, and it's kind of appropriate. Anyway, uh, for us, we used to call him Avatar Rozukin, which I think was a, a better name, honestly. Got had nice R's, had Z's, had K's. Zeto only has the Z there, and you know you like the Z to be silent. I do, because anyway. he's Seto Kaba. He doesn't look anything like Seto Kaba other than just kind of have like a regal appearance to him, but he... Any excuse to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh is really all I'm after here. What did did you call him Zito or Zeto or uh, Zeto? Okay, well I'm still just gonna I say Zeto, and I'm gonna do it on purpose. <laughs> or Rosuke. His element of <laughs> or Rosuke. Uh, his element of origin is fire. He saved the Fire Nation at a time of great peril with plague, natural disasters, and clan fighting. Uh, pretty much, the Fire Nation was on the brink of going back to before there was a Fire Lord. There was like five or five to ten clans that all had like control of certain islands and there was a lot of infighting there uh, but then they came together to be the whole fire nation um, so they were kind of on the brink of going down that path he was a minister and later a grant advisor to the fire lord so the way that he i really thought um, you were gonna say to the sultan <laughs> to the sultan <laughs> I did, he paused just for a minute. I was like, oh, come on, Chris, you can do it. Yeah, he was, uh, he was very, he's, he's like, the whole the whole holiday in the Fire Nation is named after him. I think it's called the Festival of Zeto. Um, a a multi-day even, not even a holiday, it's a multi-day. Yeah, exactly, yeah, it's like a whole weekend type of deal. Um, yeah, he, he did like a lot. Their Independence Day in like, uh, like being unified as a nation or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, pretty much he was, if, if I wanted to like make him sound nerdy, he was just a really good accountant for the Fire Nation. On purpose. Like, did, he, he did that yeah. uh, intentionally. You didn't have to be the avatar to do that. It could just been Bob in accounting. <laughs> Jafar <laughs> over in accounting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was, he was really... <laughs> It was great. The thing is, in the, in the Shadow Kyoshi book, you know, uh, this historian is talking to Kyoshi, and she's like, what did he do to fix the situation? And he said, he applied for a job. Like, that doesn't sound that great. Uh, 
Seto, if you yeah. keep doing so well, you're going to take over this company someday. Yeah, I'll, I'll read a quick thing about him. Um, so the advisor said, it turned out to be a brilliant strategy. Oh, Rangi said this. It turned out to be a brilliant strategy. Rather than chase emergencies all over the nation, he concentrated his efforts on a central location and spread his influence from there. Zeta was an extremely capable bureaucrat, accountant, and diplomat. And since he was working for the royal family, there was no split in legal and spiritual authority in the, in this, in the country. His victories were the Fire Lord's victories. Um, and so that's the thing, is that his, uh, his accomplishments are mostly, are only really Fire Nation-based. And, you know, maybe he was a, I don't know, a Fire, fire Nation-less, no, I'm kidding. He was Avatar, I'm sure he wasn't like that. But like a, a, a bit of a, a Homer, let's call him a Homer. Like, but definitely like the most, about him. he's definitely the most nationalist of the Avatars, I think. Like he worked for the Fire Lord. <laughs> You know, uh, we can get there later, but the like the next most that you could sort of maybe say that about for totally different justifiable reasons would be Aang. Yeah, true. Different reasons. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's his history. <clears throat> next is Yang Chen. She was born in unknown time. Dies three forty five BG. Her nationality is the Air Nomads. She made compromises with spirits like General Old Iron, but did not hold humans accountable. Uh, to their side of the bargain, leading them to turn into dark spirits that will uh, hunt Kirk <laughs> in the next lifetime. They got she pretty did upset. Yeah. <laughs> she did establish peace in the human world by doing whatever was necessary. She was often worshipped as a deity. Like, so instead of people saying, like, oh my god, or oh, the spirits, they would call on to Yang Chen for, for guidance and protection. Even other yeah. avatars. I want to jump in real quick and point out that previously all we knew was this uh, this fight against General Old Iron, mm -hmm. uh, and what we kind of knew is, hey, she said um, you stop killing people and haunting people, and in return we'll respect your field and respect this this day, and that becomes a much bigger uh, sort. That yes. becomes a microcosm of a much bigger theme for Yang Chen in yeah. the books, which even Aang has to deal with later on. <laughs> God, Yang Chen. Yang Chen, bless. Yeah. <laughs> Next is Avatar Quirk. This is interesting. Anyway, you know, we found out a lot more about him from Rise of Kyoshi uh, and Shadow Kyoshi. So he was born 345 BG. He died 312 BG, which means he was only 33 years old. Chris, how old um, are you? Just kidding. <laughs> how old am I? Am I 33 or 32? You're only 32. Okay, yeah. Even I knew that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he was known as, to himself, Go With The Flow Avatar, who arrogantly challenged people to bending contests until he met the love of his life, but his lack of diligence made it possible for Ko to steal her face. He had to battle dark spirits like Father Glowworm, and he was also took it upon himself to protect the legacy of Yang Chen. Uh... Avatar, self-proclaimed go with the flow avatar that may have been an exterior persona to an extent. Yes. Still fit him just fine. <laughs> but yes. And then also uh, the first, met, until he met the love of his life, but not not, not the first love of, of his life. If you Oh no, he, yeah. he, he got around. He did. Avatar Kirk drank and partied. We, but 
it's understandable. I wanted to Those... know. I wanted to know more about uh, not the drinking and the party, but how he like came to because we we learned more about his one of his previous relationships that there's no need to talk about it here because it's just spoiling unnecessarily. Uh, but uh, I wanted to learn like how he bumped into his actual wife and a little bit about Co the Face Stealer. We don't get into yeah. that stuff, but at least we still have awareness of it when we're doing these rankings. Yeah, and oh, pretty, and I, pretty and I, douchey to propose to your wife the day that you meet her. That's not cool. <laughs> don't do that, kids. <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll we'll dive more into him in our in our rankings. But that's just some overarching history there. I am. I'm Next for is it. Avatar Kyoshi. Yeah, she's kind of stacked with things because she already had a couple different accomplishments and notable things just from the TV show. And we got two whole novels about her. So she was born 312 BG. She died in 82 BG, which means she lived to be 230 years old. Her, she reigns from the Earth Kingdom. She was instrumental in stopping the Fifth Nation Army led by Tagaka. She brought order to the Earth Kingdom by defeating the Yellowneck Army, who was led by Zhu. She defeated the murderous Jianzhu. She <laughs> defeated Yoon as well. She stopped a peasant uprising in Ba Sing Se, created the Dai Li to protect the cultural heritage of the Earth Kingdom. She stopped Chen the Conqueror by killing him while he's while she simultaneously created Kyoshi Island. She trained an elite group of women to protect themselves called the Kyoshi Warriors. This uh, and we so we've added tons and tons of knowledge <laughs> about Kyoshi with these novels. Uh, but you gotta remember, even the novels, what do they get it to like 22 or 20 or something? Like 20, uh, 18. 18? I, I don't even yeah. know if they explicitly say, I don't recall, but 18 sounds right. Uh, but the point is, like, even all that and like just scratching the surface of a 230 year old avatar. <laughs> yeah. Something to be said for that. Having gotten to a 10% of her life. <laughs> That's wild to think about. Yeah, like what uh, one one seventh of of her life. Yeah. No, wait, that's Sean. That's bad math. What are you doing? Yeah, so yeah what? ten. No, you're fine. Yeah, you got it better. <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying to less than a tenth. But uh, yeah, and some some bad in there as well. But point is, uh, short small scope of a huge lifetime. <clears throat> yeah. Next is Avatar Roku. He was born 82 BG, died died 12 BG. Fire, Fire Nation, he momentarily stopped the Fire Nation's war. His mercy led to the Fire Nation committing genocide on the Air Nomads and the Hundred Year War. So, uh, good job. Oh, I meant to add this. He did save hundreds of people from uh, Roku's island burning up on the volcano. Granted, maybe didn't have to die there anyway. Maybe don't build your houses on a volcano. <laughs> on top of a volcano. I'm still happy that he saved those people. That is his job. All right. A lot of people's favorite avatar, Avatar Aang. He was born 12 BG. He died 153 AG. Came, came from the Air Nomads. <clears throat> he ran away from his responsibility and got frozen. He died in 153. Years. Oh, I... Forgot the hundred years. Duh. My bad. I was like, he didn't live that long. <laughs> Biologically. Yeah. Um, he successfully defended the Northern Water Tribe from the Fire Nation. <clears throat> he defeated the Fire Fire Lord Sozin and ended the Hundred Year War Ozai. by learning energy bending. Yes. <laughs> that was interesting because a lot of people commented like, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, um, <laughs> that's what made me think of it. And then, because <laughs> somebody else made a comment about like something we ranked too high versus too low, and then I replied, I was like, this aged well. <laughs> I hope that person hasn't read the book, but they're gratified. Well, I think the rest of that person's comment was a little rude, but anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he defeated Fire Lord Ozai. Did you change it in your notes? And Yes, uh, he did. Yeah, I did not change it in my notes. Okay, good. Anyway, and ended the 100-year war by learning energy bending. With Zuko, he founded Republic City. He ended Yukon's hold on Republic City by taking away his bending. It's funny to think those two points back-to-back. Like, he founded a city, and then some other guy just came in and took control <laughs> right away. <laughs> Come That's on, my man. city, Avatar. <laughs> Come on, kid. All right. Next is Avatar Korra. She was born in 153 AG, nationality, the Water Tribe. She defeated Amon, defeated Unavatu at Harmonic Convergence, which was by herself. She defeated the living embodiment of darkness and chaos. She opened the spirit portals, which led to new airbenders. Um, she defeated Yandun right after which, which was in the video game. And she protected the airbenders and beat Zaheer. She defeated Kuvira and opened a third spirit portal. So. Solid resume. I don't yeah. think there's any buffer Very slides. So whenever uh, that's your history, again, I guess remember as you go through this, that there's no back and forth. We, we've decided this is it. This is final. The only way you're not allowed to disagree. But, you know, if you do, just go ahead and put it in the comments anyway. Yes. <laughs> Chris, you ready? All right. So, for reference sake, here are our old rankings, how they oh, came out. Oh, yeah. You know what? What am I talking about? I did have a buffer slide. <laughs> yeah. So, number one was Yang Chen. Number two was Korra. Number three was Aang. Number four, Kyoshi. Number five, Juan. Number six, Korok. And number seven, Roku. Honorable mention, Rozukin. Yes. Yeah. So, look at those. Internalize them. If you, if, you have, uh, if you have read the novels, have a chuckle. <laughs> Yes, all right. On to our new worst, well, our new number eight avatar, who is the worst avatar, and that is Avatar Roku. Um, For the same reasons we mentioned last time, his inactions led to the entire genocide of, of a whole group of people. And then on top of that, the whole war, you know, Thousands of people, I'm sure, died in this war, all because he didn't want to kill his friend, all because he didn't take the necessary steps to do that. And also, his advice, even afterwards, to Aang, to me, wasn't that great advice. Like, we see in The Promise, he's like, you know, Zuko makes Aang promise to him to kill him if he falls out of line. And all the time, Roku's like, four nations, need to be four nations. Kill him. I don't care. Just... Right, to me, he's kind of just trying to I don't know, make amends for his own for his own failures. inability to kill close friends. God, Roku, what would Neville do? That's what, what Neville Longbottom would have killed Sozin. <laughs> now, I so I defended Roku last time over uh, over Kurek, uh, just you know because Kurek thinking about Kurek being a douchebag. But uh, now that we know more about Kurek and also just having a better understanding after doing a podcast for two years of of roku's actions or or inactions so you know i still understand it's hard and i understand he contributed to ang's success but just in the way that every avatar contributes to the next 
Avatar's success, hopefully. Um, yeah, e easy choice. Easy choice. Yeah. Number seven is Avatar Zeto. So I think at this point, there really aren't bad avatars <laughs> because we don't really know that much bad stuff about Zeto. We just only know that he really helped out the Fire Nation. And so I really have nothing. And to me, that, that doesn't compare to a lot of the more grand things that other people have done for, for more than just their own nation. Um, so he's just right here. And it's sort of a, just a, just a con responsive of not having enough other information be set on, uh, yeah. on, on him. It's tough because what we learn about him, we learn in celebration from the Fire Nation. And now, you know, he's he's a few avatars removed at this point. So it's all purely history. And as we mentioned, he's very nationalist. Uh, you know, if we go ask the Earthbenders what they thought of him, maybe a different story. We just know the least. So uh, as you mentioned, there's a, there's a gap here of bad avatar versus now, at least what we know, good avatars from number seven on up. No offense, bad. Seto. Bad Roku. Bad Roku. Only bad. <laughs> and what would and people say? might be asking themselves, like, wait, Kurt is usually known as, like, the bad av avatar. How he's not? How is he not the bad avatar? We will get to that later, but not right now. Because not number six is <laughs> Avatar 1. I know it might be a surprise for people, um, but one for me, one is about, like, Balancing the scales, right? He he let Vatu go, like who is the embodiment of darkness and chaos. And, you know, that was his actions. Granted, he was tricked into it. Um, yeah, but, but it still happened. We, but he we weigh other avatars based on the consequences of, of their mistakes, unintentional or not, throughout the list. Um and obviously his was unintentional because he was clearly a good-hearted uh, a good-hearted guy in avatar but yeah, yeah. he's still got away pretty serious consequences of his actions and i almost wonder like why didn't i mean i get it you know, like is is locking up vatu putting a band-aid on it because to me at that point you didn't necessarily i don't know you didn't win the fight right there wasn't ten thousand years of 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 harmony, by the way, they kind of talked about, like, all right, well, if Rava wins, it's 10,000 years of good stuff. If Vatu wins, it's 10,000 years of darkness and chaos. And I feel like it sort of just landed in the middle because 10,000 years have gone by and things still went to crap. And at the end of his story, he's like, Rava, even with Vatu locked away, men still, war still wages on. Um, maybe that's partially because he didn't vanquish. Um, and granted, I'm getting into theory, so. Oh, well, I'm getting. Oh, it's. I mean, they I say mean, it in the show. I was going to say it's, um, it's. So far, it's canon, and so far, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, he just locked up Vatu. He didn't necessarily vanquish him. Band aid's a good term. Uh, important to remember, especially I me. Mean, that's probably too hard on him in the previous. Um, the uh, yeah, intentions were good, and he had a heck of a redemption arc. Obviously, he, he like he, he essentially gave his life to fix his mistakes. So that's pretty potent. Uh, just so happens that his mistake is pretty big. <laughs> Sorry, Juan, but yeah. again, you're a good guy. There's no bad avatars above number eight. <laughs> exactly. All right, so number five. Here we go, number five now. Yep, I'm there. 
Surprise. Okay. Number five, Avatar Quirk. Boom. Mind blown. I, I know what you're thinking. How can like the, the douche <laughs> Avatar rank number five? Well, we learned so much about Avatar Quirk. Uh, granted, he was fairly... He was as advertised to a certain degree when it comes to his characteristics, I think. Um, he did challenge people oftentimes. When it came to the human world, he was fairly uninvolved. But that's almost because Yang Chen was so good at, at being uh, the avatar to the human world that he didn't have to get that involved in it. Um, but on the flip side of that, he had to get involved with the spirit world because dark spirits were attacking people. Um, and so he had to go and fight them. And it just didn't end there. When he would fight these dark spirits, they would infect him, sort of. Like, he could feel his spirit draining. He could feel, like... He already knew he had a short lifespan. And and he didn't tell his friends about it because he didn't want his friends to get involved in it because he loved his friends. Like, And I love that reading in the book. He's like, these four people are, like, my world, and I don't want to drag them into this. And so he... And, the, and sadly, the only way he could feel better, like, the only way... Like, they say he felt cold whenever he would fight spirits. Maybe because as the Avatar, they seem like something so sacrilegious to use. You know, Rob like spirit to fight off other spirits. And so it made him feel cold. And the only thing that really warmed up like his body was alcohol. And so he drank a lot. And, and he partied a lot. And so to the outside world, he was this very irresponsible Avatar. But he was hiding so much more than that. And I think uh, it's one of those where, yeah, the the behaviors were already kind of kind of there, probably. I, you know, I would yeah. kind of taking a guess here, uh, but then he was able to sort of parlay that into a facade um, to to sort of cover up his actual doings, which were extremely potent, and dangerous, and obviously killed him pretty young. Um, so you know, great essentially went from being a bad avatar to being a great avatar with the Nox still being maybe sort of his 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 earthly behaviors and interactions and a short lifespan <laughs> and and also losing his wife to a spirit yeah. his wife proposed to on day one that's kind of <laughs> it's kind of douchey um but yeah i just i and the more i think about avatar Quirk, the more i just feel for him like he had to turn to alcoholism to deal with his problems. He didn't feel good about fighting spirits. They even said, like, he tried to appease them beforehand, which would cause him to get hurt because they would, like, attack him, and then he would have to go and and kill them. Um, and yeah. also, he was, he was, like, a great... One thing we also learned is that he was a great hunter. Like, he was, he was like, the world's greatest hunter. He was even great at hunting spirits. Um, also, we learned that he was a great pie show player, like, one of the greatest <laughs> in the world. We, yeah, I don't know how else to say it. it is very, very noble, very noble move and uh, fights that he should not have to fight that he did not bring upon himself, but he did it and he did it very well for a very short amount of time. But we have uh, tons of newfound respect, Kurok. Yeah, work, buddy. I think he even told his friends. Like, there's one passage of the book where it says, um. Says he tried to tell Kelsang, Jianju, and Heron what happened and could not. The words stuck in his throat. And this is about him attacking like, the first spirit. 
I said he made up a story about a mischievous spirit tricking him into losing his faculties for a moment. Like he made up a story that made him look really dumb <laughs> and stupid, which people was like, well, seems like something Crow did. So it just made him seem even worse. Um, <laughs> also, mischievous spirit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then in the other passages, it says like he told um, a person, a maiden, or a yeah, a friendly maid came, gave him wine. It burned his throat going down. The first sensation in days that could cut through the chill. He drank more and more, feeling the liquid press against his wound inside him like a red hot iron to a severed limb. Um, yeah, I just we got we just learned so much more about Avatar Clark that you almost feel for him to me he is like the cautionary tale of the avatars um to really just uh, talk with your friends and to me that's what i hold him hold against him is that he didn't he should have trusted his friends enough to to help him out so i mean i get why he didn't um but it still caused a lot of issues in the next life like because his friends felt like they failed him they didn't know any of this about him they felt like they had to do everything they could to make up for that and so Jianju took it a whole different route. It was like, I got to find the avatar. I got to train him. You got to be the best avatar there is because I can't have another crook on my hand. And that drove Jianju crazy. He ended up killing, murdering people. Um, and then Heron, you know, yeah, she... I, you know, I didn't think of it, but I suppose in a way that blame falls in some regard to Kurok. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and it says, um, yeah, coming in dark onto these creatures and destroying them was causing damage to his own spirit. Quirk was going to be out of the running for the longest era in the Avatar history books. Uh, yeah. It's very meta, poking fun at himself in, uh, another in thing the about Avatar Quirk, history book. That even though he seems very arrogant, he was very adamant about protecting the legacy of Yang Chen. I wonder if that because so many people believed in her that he had to like keep propping up Yang Chen as this um he was, like she was, Yeah. She was the hero they needed right now. Exactly. <laughs> no, I think like, he so, was the hero I, they deserved. It I mean I know we, we like to throw Batman out here, but yeah, I think it fits pretty well here. Yeah. I mean so. and then he's living the Playboy lifestyle to throw people off. I mean, he's honestly living it though. Like he's and he's i mean he's enjoying himself i was gonna say he just say. He, he buys into that side a little yeah. more than christian bale does probably but yeah, um yeah kurok uh, a lot of newfound respect me and even you know telling his friends could have prevented john ju from maybe being a lunatic maybe i don't know because uh, <laughs> they still you know the the three of them his his friends still might have turned out to be fairly murderous dangerous people it's hard to say yeah. but, but just uh, yeah just, was murderous, just, but. Uh, no right i mean yeah kelsang was flipping great ships i mean oh well, i'm sorry kelsang did kill a lot of people he killed a lot of people and then what was that i forget what hey <laughs> runs was like accidental agni kai yeah, murders she had the most she had the most accidental agni kai deaths so those people they like they're not spotless but what we're saying is find yourself some friends and if you got problems <laughs> Maybe talk to him. That's all I'm yeah. saying. But, uh, yeah, correct. A lot, lot to say about correct. Deservedly so this time around. Yeah. Number five. All right. Number four. This is going to make people mad. Um, 
number four is Aang. So we put Aang at number four because he, he ran away from his responsibilities leading to the Hundred Year War and the genocide of his own people. Also, Aang can be selfish in, in a way. He tends to put his own spiritual needs um, in front of the people, in front, of, in front of the world. Like, he didn't kill Ozai. He didn't kill Yakon. And these things kind of have ramifications for later on. Um, Ozai, kind of good ramifications. Yakon, not so much. I haven't gotten to all of Ozai's ramifications yet. So, I mean... I, I, I mean, the only the only big one is that he led Zuko to find Ursa. Like, if if Ozai had if Ozai had been killed, Zuko wouldn't have gotten the information to find his mother. Yeah, this is minor detail, so you still have to like yeah. wonder. <laughs> had he had he uh, prioritized Avatar duties over? I mean, Airbender. Granted, duties. people people in the Fire Nation were still trying to get Ozai back on the throne. So there was a whole new Ozai society, which. Yeah, never mind. I'm gonna scratch that because it calls still some more issues. Yeah, if he so, was dead, uh, there's no new Ozai. So, going to go back to that comment we had earlier about it, it for totally different reasons, but Aang, Aang kind of uh, putting nation nation above duty from from time to time. But don't like let's also not overlook the fact he's still number four. He's a uh, number four yeah. favorite avatar of all time. Aang is a great avatar. I don't I don't want people to get confused. He's a great avatar. Save the world. Um, just, just he's number four, you know. Not, not he can't be number one. Sorry. <laughs> too many flaws and the competition too stiff up there. Like competition. Grew a good from beard. Number three. Number three, Avatar Yang Chen coming down. Biggest she's, follower she's been right here. <laughs> she was number one previously on our list, and because our our main. Uh, viewpoint of her was from the human's viewpoint was that Altar Yang Chen was freaking a, a goddess. <laughs> like she was worshipped uh, as a worship deity to people. She kept such great peace and balance in the world that Alter Kurok didn't have to worry about it on the human side. But on the flip side of that, she didn't she said that she gave humans everything they wanted. Like it's almost a, a cautionary tale. Um, in that case, that like everyone shouldn't get what they want. Uh, I wish I could pull it up and see where is it at. Well, you pull it up. I'm going to note that one thing I think plays they they mention that kind of plays to her godlike status is the fact that she's an air nomad, also, right? So um, they're just sort of an extra layer of like spirituality and reverence toward yeah. her from the other nations. Yes, um, people in the Earth Kingdom love image. seeing the air nomad. Yeah. Like they they think air nomads are like good luck. <laughs> and stuff and so Yang Chen probably took that to a whole nother level um, and just let me know when you have it pulled up but essentially yeah so Yang Chen was telling Kyoshi um, <laughs> so Kyoshi's talking to Yang Chen about the dark spirits and she's like so what happened did Korg provoke them or something like she's already even this is after Kyoshi is like kind of in a better place with Korg <laughs> she's still blaming him <laughs> And Avatar Yang Chen is like, no, Kyoshi, I did. I provoked them. Um, it's just that I tried my best to nurture human growth in the four nations. When people inevitably butted heads against the spirits, I sided with humans more often than not. Um, many spirits came to me with complaints of human transgressions against their territories. I told them they should leave the physical world alone and trust their lands and waters would be respected by the humans living nearby. 
I trusted those humans to respect the balance of their surroundings. Some people upheld their ends of the bargain. Many more did not. I gave each nation everything it wanted, but only realized my error too late. People shouldn't have everything they want. No one is entitled to their every desire to live in balance. We must willingly decide not to take all that we can from the world and from others. So she learned a lot of good lessons, but she is good at giving wisdom. I think to me, she's, to me, she's the best avatar to give wisdom to if you want to go back to past life. Yeah, I mean, maybe at some point Korra, uh, Korra will will have like more wisdom from having such a unique point in history. But yeah, as far as uh, like maintaining earthly harmony, at least, so maybe she wasn't a great bridge. Uh, but then also, yeah. thanks to Korra, like her actions didn't have, I don't know, I don't know how to say, like it's not they didn't have bad ramifications, but they were they were were contained it's not like she in, incited a hundred year war or anything like that so <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Still great wildly respected avatar for for good reasons knocked her down a few pegs for learning some of these things that she learned a little bit too late um but ultimately they they seemed uh relatable like relatable offenses forgivable offenses to to some extent maybe of like hey we're, i'm gonna try to make these humans uh do their part and i want you to do your part and you know humans let people down a lot <laughs> yeah unfortunately yep that's all right it's okay yang chan you're still cool and number two is avatar kiyoshi i mean we just learned so much from her and that list that i just went through was like a long list i mean she inherited a really crap world <laughs> Like that that Yang Chen piece only lasts until Korg died because everyone was like, "Holy crap, the Avatar was the last Avatar was terrible," <laughs> and like so much uh, chaos and, uh, and and the Sandman broke out in the Earth Kingdom specifically. There was a fifth nation coming up trying to stop people or trying to take over. Uh, I mean, she did a lot. She 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 killed Chen the Conqueror, established Kyoshi Island. Um, and she, and then she even said she's like in the world into a great era of peace. <laughs> um, and I don't think to me, I don't think any avatars are lying to other avatars when they when they say these things. The uh, she did it. Uh, they didn't. First of all, didn't know that she was the avatar right away. It's so, like she's just being ignored. Uh, so she, she didn't get the proper training. Like instead of all this time where she should have been training, learning to be a diplomat, uh, she's you know having a cohort with criminals just to like survive. So she gets she starts off in, in the red, starts off pretty bad. Um and even later, you know, we hear some of these stories about maybe she's not uh, the perfect avatar, like she doesn't round out into form immediately. It it takes a while, but she fights so many big, massive worldly battles, wins so many big victories. Um by the end of the next second book she's got a better grasp and better navigation in between the spirit world and her own world. Um, and she's essentially fighting a spirit at that point. Like she's trying to maintain harmony between the two worlds. So that checks off that box. She does it for 230 years. That's pretty cool. Uh, the knocks being, you know, maybe it took her a little while to round out cause she started out with some disadvantages, uh, creating the daily kind of backfired on her down the road. Yeah. Um, Oh, which I wonder. So in, in the book, she she comes in contact with these dirty cops. Oh yeah, I meant to bring this up in the spoiler review, which we haven't done yet. Um, but in the book, she comes up. She's well, across it, dirty cops on the channel. I think we've done it, but in reality, we haven't done it yet. If that makes any <laughs> <That's> sense. <true. laughs> yeah. Um, 
she comes across some dirty cops in Earth Kingdom. And I almost feel like did she create the Dai Li to be so loyal to the Earth Kingdom that that's why they are the way they are? Like they're not the Dai Li aren't dirty, like but they are. Um, they they become like loyal to the Earth Kingdom. They may become loyal to whoever is running them. Maybe just more they're, like they become me, they're not more like, like dirty mercenaries cops the same way actual... that dirty cops are, like taking payments or stuff like that. Yeah, it's not a it's not a corrupt system as much as it's a group of mercenaries over time. I feel like <laughs> she also probably creates them. I know she does it in in retaliation to the peasant uprising, uh, but a small part of me is like she also at the beginning of the second book was so invested in not petty crime but like local crime like yeah. like being this local superhero instead of being the avatar that was kind yeah, of her, definitely like a self definitely far more of a superhero than i think any really any of the other avatars probably so um but i and i think that's kind of she's compensating here it's like all right so i can't be in in bossing say all the time fighting all these individual battles i'm gonna build i'm gonna create this structure that can do it for me and that's what the daily so not even just coming from a good place, but I think they probably were a good thing at one point, and then you know she died. <laughs> it happens. She died many years ago, actually. So uh, we'll cut her some slack on that. So even her flaws, it's it's hard to we can pinprick them because we have more details thanks to the book. Uh, but they're so sort of again relatable, forgivable, easy to wrap your mind around uh, those flaws that she does have. So she's not a big fan of like diplomatic schmoozing. That's fine. No, Whatever. We which, get it. <laughs> which can cause Oh uh, yeah. She she could definitely be more uh diplomatic. But which I, I find honestly the whole Avatar thing to be so the concept of the Avatar is probably one of the most interesting concepts I think I've seen in, in fiction. The person who's just reborn year after generation after generation, but they're the same person, but they're slightly not the same. They're not the same person, um, but it's really, ama- really amazing concept. I love Avatar. I also have no issue with the idea that, like, not that she thought she was above the diplomacy, but like, you don't have to confuse politics and and harmony. Like, you don't have to, those two don't yeah. have to go hand in hand. You can ignore the politics and just do your job. I understand the relationship that it has there, but. So you I'm know not going to hold that against her. I know we we talked about Avatar Zeta, but like, what if Avatar Zeta was the was the advisor to Avatar so, to Fire Lord Sozin? He'd be like, hmm, let's uh, span, do some expanding, huh? Honestly, he might. To me, he would have. He wouldn't be like Roku. Would be like, no, you know, we're not. We're not at all. Because to me, Sozin's plan at first was like, hey, let's share the wealth with the rest of the world. Um, which that sounds like a pretty good thing, but Roku was like, no, four nations gotta be that, just four nations. Um, Zeto might be like, huh, okay, I'll work something out, because I feel like, yes, men, or, like, if you work under a boss, right, we, we've done this before, like, they, they have a plan, you may not fully agree with the plan, but you're gonna work the plan to, to, to take into account your opinions and everything, if you have a good boss who listens to you. Like actual collaboration, Instead yeah. of a uh, single, a single spearhead, yeah. And he would have, and Seto would have gone and cooked the books a little bit, made it, made <laughs> it work. Now uh, you do have to wonder if it would have 
you know, maybe he would have thought of the idea of like a Republic city center. Like, Hey, look at the influence I've had from this centralized location. What if culturally we had a center and we could see what that would do for everybody. But (laughs) that's a, I mean, you know, it's a long shot, but it's fun to think about. I'm just trying to figure out how to work in some Seto Kaiba references here. But whereas, whereas uh, Roku just good intentioned, but pretty narrow. He just like, no. And then he just disappears for a while. I was like, Hey, he probably heard me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. All right. So that leads us to, of course, number one. She was number two before, but she's number one now. Avatar Korra. I'm sorry, people who hate her for whatever reason, but she is definitively or, or the people best. that don't like her as much as Aang. I don't know if they hate yeah. her. Just and some people hate her. Uh, those, but... <laughs> those people suck. Yeah, those people are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand not liking her as much as Aang, but to, to hate her, like, come on. Yeah, still watch the video. Maybe give it a thumbs up. Uh. <laughs> uh, subscribe. I but, haven't okay. I haven't studied YouTube diplomacy yet. I'm not good at <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> Anytime I get, like, a really uh, just terrible comment, um... It depends how terrible it is. If it's terrible because like people are like bigoted or something or homophobic on my like LGBTQ video, I'm I'm usually I usually don't respond to it or I'm just like I just call out the 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 hypocrisy in it in it all and um anyway. Um other comments I'm just like, oh well, you know, maybe I'm I'm a little bit more nicer unless like uh use profanity or say, Oh, this feels dumb, you need to remake it and then those I usually just don't even comment on anyway. But back uh, to Cora. So, so, she... uh, Sean, Sean's opinions don't represent Chris's. That's what we're getting. <laughs> Not a reflection on his channel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Avatar Cora, she stopped Amon from the Eagleist revolution, revolution. She saved the world from 10,000 years of darkness and chaos by herself. <laughs> right. That That alone, I think trumps so much of what other avatars have done. Uh, Grant, you could say that she did cause um, part of it because she was tricked by her uncle. But, and I don't, I don't make excuses for her, but I think if Aang was in the same situation, he would get tricked too, right? Because her uncle up front, he looked like a nice guy. Like he was stopping dark spirits by pacifying them, something that Cork couldn't do because he uh, kind of invented the technique in a way. They say in the book that Maybe there's other ways that Quark could have handled those dark spirits, but it wouldn't be invented for years. And so if Quark oh, had the I same technique think about that connection, that's nice. So if Quark had a technique that um, Unlock had, that Quark also has, he wouldn't. He would have survived. He wouldn't have been uh, killed like that. But so she stopped. Oh, I was saying that Ang <laughs> Ang would have fell for the the nice guy who's really spirited, and then if his granddaughter was going to be. My first soul was going to be killed. Like he would have opened that portal as well, but yeah, nonetheless, absolutely. she opened the portal and she had to make it right. But she did not put a bandaid on. She actually killed uh, Vatu, vanquishing him. Um, she also stopped the Red Lotus. She brought back the Air Nation, willing to sacrifice herself, and she stopped Kuvira from taking over uh, not only the whole entire Earth Kingdom but also Republic City. So and she opened a spirit portal. And then she did a lot of other good things that kind of pelt a person. Those things, like stopping Hundun, which I guess 
really was major, actually. Um, but he was able to get through because the, the portal was open. Um, he was trapped in Sparrow before that. Um, and yeah, and then she stopped a couple of different like gangs and things like that. It feels to me that like her stakes are bigger than all the previous avatars, except for one. But you know, they're getting one sort of brought him on himself. And even she kind of did too, but her solutions feel more finite. Uh, they feel maybe less like a band aid. And she does win some, she loses some, but she fight. It just seems like she fights more bigger, higher stakes battles than than any of the other avatars. Um, coming out on top more often than not and we're we're talking about an avatar that's not like fully even realized yet how old is she yeah, at the end of the course series 22 yeah so we like she could have a very long at this rate at the rate that she likes to get like severely injured and stuff she's probably not going to live super long but she's got a lot of great <laughs> avatar work in an unprecedented time and age unlike anything else before i mean unprecedented in the most literal way uh, fighting the biggest battles, usually coming yeah. out on top, making the tough decisions that other avatars haven't had to make. So, uh, mad respect. Hashtag legend. Yeah. And really, like, to me, Korra, like, I, I was talking before about, like, what different names all the avatars could have if they had, what, like, their story could be called. Like, Aang's is the last airbender. Korra's is the legend of Korra. Kyoshi's is the shadow of Kyoshi and the rise of Kyoshi. Like, if I was actually making a title for her, it would just be Legends, plural, of Korra, because she's done so many legendary things in, in her time as the Avatar. I'm game with that. I'm also game with Legend, of Korra, just like she herself is yeah, the I'm, legend. I'm like, yeah. No, I'm just like, there uh, so many of these stories so unbelievable that it, you tell them all in a row, and like, yeah, that person, no way that person existed. Oh, wait, she's still alive. Hey, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to read one little bit, one little sentence that Yang Chen says to says to uh, to Kyoshi and the shout out Kyoshi. She says, "Kyoshi, every avatar makes mistakes." And like to me, that's very valid. It's just to me, it's just a matter of like how big are those mistakes? How long do they they linger around? And Korra, her actions right now might make more mistakes in the future, but. We don't know those things. So far, she's been handling them. Yeah, still people, still humans. And she seems to uh, to wrap up, if she causes it, she seems to wrap it up better than than most avatars. She didn't have any lingering Daily or anything out there yet. And kind of yeah. cleaning up some other previous avatars' messes as well. So, Korra, yes. officially, undeniably, unequivocally, the number one avatar of all time at this point. Unless she takes like a real opposite Zuko story arc in in the Netflix series that takes some real artistic liberties, then we'll have to rediscuss. But as I mentioned earlier, I don't think either one of us would have any issue if we had to redo this list like every year because new stuff came out. I don't know what the next thing is going to be. I would be, love it. Yeah, I'll, I'll cross my fingers that whatever it is gives us more Avatar content. Let's learn about Avatar Salai, that guy that is brought up one time in one novel. Maybe Salai's a girl name. I don't know. I, maybe I'm saying it's stupid too. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. Let's, <laughs> I, meant to, I meant to say this before. Uh, Avatar to me is such a really interesting show because it is like probably the most feminist show. Like women in this show are so strong and powerful. And, you know, our list, the top three are all women. 
right? They're all all women avatars, and to me, all of them are were willing to do what was necessary. Like a lot of them were were some of the most selfless. Yang Chen, even though she was an air nomad, she knew that and life was so precious. She had to do everything to protect it. Kyoshi, of course, was all business, and and Cora um, had all her accomplishments as well. While there's a lot more faults, I think, with some of the guy avatars. And, uh, but, not that it means anything or that it does or doesn't. doesn't matter. Maybe just fun to bring up. Uh, two of those women, not not heterosexual. True. Interesting yeah. trend. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so to me, Avatar is like one of the... It's, it's just a great testament to, to the creators that the world is... is it's very uh, female empowering, I would say. Uh, so real quick, I want to read a couple comments from our previous one, mm-hmm. just to get a couple different people's uh, perspective on it. Uh, Dese Yemoha Orisha mm-hmm. said, Avatar Kyoshi is my fave. So that's good. Uh, Connor Alp, uh, I can't say that one. Aang was dealing with a huge-ish that Roku was supposed to fit, and he was only 12, and he had less than one year to learn three elements and be Ozai. Did all of them in learn energy bending. I think he deserves at least number two spot. And it's great. The energy bending is 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 big. That's huge. Just kind of bit him in the rear end. Yeah. Um, Kaylin Godwati says no. Roku would be the last because yes, he was powerful, but he left. He let friendship get in the way, and left Aang with the burden of learning three elements in one year. Yang Chan said herself, an avatar letting morals get in the way of your job is selfish. Agree with that. If Yang Chen said it, I agree. Absolutely. <laughs> so to disagree with our opinion, FBI agent said Aang wasn't selfish. He was the last airbender, and if he stained his hands with blood, what do you think it would mean for the entire culture he was about to raise? I believe Aang would have killed if he wasn't the last of his kind. That's a valid, uh, valid point, but it, it's still putting your nation above the world. Um, would it have really stained his legacy if he, as the Avatar, had to get his hands dirty? I don't know. That's a great yeah. point, though. Thank you for the comment. All right. Uh, uh, Jacob, which oh, I can't read all the... Actually, there's a lot of comments. This video got like 14,000 views. It might be our biggest video. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Uh, one person, I think possibly disagreeing with us because I like to talk about people who disagree with us because I respect their opinions. Uh, Elijah Butcher. Oh, this was actually the other day we wrote this. I love this video. The personally, I would have picked Cora as number one. Hey, so that aged pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she went through some tough eight-ish in just a few years and she accomplished more than her predecessors and she was the most the human of the avatars as she went from being hot-headed and brash to being humble and wise because she's just my favorite avatar of the bunch. Very fair. But then again, I get why you chose Yang Chen. As her time as avatar left the world in a state of peace, in which is very BA, and let's not forget that she was able to set aside her people's morals and beliefs to fulfill avatar duties, unlike Aang. Also, I believe for <laughs> like should have been... a nice way of saying, like, she killed people. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Uriah Tinawa Perry three months ago said, anybody else realize that he said Aang defeated Sozin instead of Ozai? Facepalm. I'm going to facepalm with you. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? If you listen to us, like 
there's probably a good handful of mistakes every time that we just don't even catch, right? We just kind of go with it and it rolls and we forget. So call yeah. us out. That's that's great. Mwaz Akbar said, ang, 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 although Kyoshi is sick. Um, somebody laughed at the Hitler comment that I guess one of us made. Think, oh, because we said that Roku was friends with you, Hitler. As you said, um, uh, yeah, you said uh, Roku's good friend, Fire Lord Hitler, or something like that, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Netian Star said the avatar who made volcanoes corrupt, uh, erupt is the best avatar Jafar. <laughs> and let's see a couple more. Uh, Alex J. Church, Yang Chin is the best. The one uh, I commented okay. on was just somebody saying, like, hey, you guys are too hard on correct. And then I just commented below. I was like, that, that aged well. Yeah, so uh, let me find one more. Let's see which one has like the most likes. You know, maybe that means people agree with them. Uh, oh, that was one I read before by Connor Alp. Something about Ang dealing with huge stuff. Oh wait, I'm, there's one that I know disagree with us. Okay, by Jacob Wadsworth. Well, I think some points were missed on Cora. If we're going for equality, I do love the videos though. Thank you. These are my thoughts. Wow, he has a lot of thoughts. Okay. <laughs> I'll read some of them. Uh, Wan B. Vatsu with less experience as Avatar and takes a chance of possible death. Um, you said that he can't be one of the best Avatars because he created the problem. So if you equally rate that, Quora created the situation with having to fight Vatsu again. Uh, that's fair. But then I think we said on this one that um, but she deals with it in a much more def- definitive sort way. Of satisfying uh, victory, I guess, eventually. Yeah, I think pretty much his point is that um, Cora causes some of her problems, which we, we agree with. Like, all the avatars have have issues. Uh, I think it's just a matter of how you deal with them and what's the ramifications of those problems. All right. Uh, yeah, all right. So, a lot of comments. Thank you for anyone who watched that video. I appreciate it greatly. Yeah, that's a lot. Oh. And a lot of thumbs ups on that video, too. A lot of thumbs downs, but that's the ranking videos. That that's going to be yeah. the nature of ranking videos, right? Yeah. Oh, here's here's a good one that disagree with us. Aiden Garcia, Cora is definitely the worst avatar. That was three weeks ago. But okay. thank you for watching. See, I can still handle saying that Cora like if you believe that Cora is the worst avatar, but like I would like it to be substantiated, you know? But then saying <laughs> one person that, like saying that you that you hate Cora, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what you can one person's very honest. April M. Six months ago said, "I have to admit, my dislike for Cora as a person makes me biased and rank her lower." You know, I appreciate the honesty. That's right. And I wrote, though I disagree, I love the honesty. <laughs> well, this self-awareness is huge. We'll yeah. take, we love it. All right, yeah, but thank you all for uh, watching that video and commenting. Yeah, thanks for those comments. Uh, please let us know what you think on this one as well. We hope you'll watch this one too. And we hope that you will read those Kyoshi novels because they're, they're going to inform your decisions uh, with, with absolute certainty. They're going to inform your decisions. So we hope you get a chance to read those and then tell us your thoughts on our updated rankings, uh, what things we're overlooking, or if we're, if we're given too much credit or too much drop. We'd love to hear your thoughts, especially I didn't realize that first video had so many views on it. That's really cool. Thank you all so much. Yeah. That's what we got. The definitive, the final scientific well, it wasn't really scientific. It was us scientific. Two out of two podcast hosts of this podcast agreed. 
And in the meantime, make sure you check out our other videos on uh, Avatar The Last Podcasters on Chris's channel. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at uh, last underscore podcasters or on our Facebook page, Avatar The Last Podcasters. My name's Sean. That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek. Thanks for joining us. We will talk to you next time.